Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to Studying Through uh, the Epistle of Romans. And uh, we are in chapter 5 now. Um, we're still in chapter 5, sorry. Uh, today's topic is Grace Reign Through Righteousness. Grace Reign Through Righteousness. Grace Reign Through Righteousness. And our text is taken from Romans chapter 5, verse 21. It reads, that as sin had reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Wow. That as sin had reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Glory to God. Um, we need to understand what is the meaning of this grace. What is the meaning of this grace? What does the word grace mean? Um, from the Hebrew word, uh, grace from the Hebrew word chan, meaning favor or goodwill. According to Genesis chapter 6 verse 8. Let's see what happened in Genesis chapter 6 verse 8. Uh, Genesis 6 8. Um, let's see what happened here. 6 8. But Noah found what? Grace in the eyes of the Lord. And so we learn that grace is favor. In other words, Noah found favor in the sight of the Lord. And also from the Greek word, charis, meaning loveliness, acceptableness, or kindness. That one, Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, will help us to understand better. Second Corinthians chapter... 8 verse 9 for you know that you know the grace of our lord jesus christ that though he was rich yet for your sake he became poor that you through his poverty might be rich could you imagine the scripture help us to understand that though jesus christ was rich yet for our sake in other words the love he got for us or the kindness or the kindness so he became poor that you and i he became poor that ye through his poverty might become rich that you and i through his what poverty might become rich so in other words grace is the ability of christ in us that position us in christ and enable us to labor in him grace is also what the ability of Christ in us that position us in Christ and enable us to labor in him first Corinthians 15 verse 10 first Corinthians 15 10 first Corinthians 15 10 let's see what happened here uh, but by the grace of God I am what I am and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain but I labor more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was within me. This is Paul uh, speaking to you and I. When we read verse 9, he says, For I am the least of the apostles, that I am not meant to be called an apostle. Could you imagine? He said, I am not meant to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. So in other words, this man was not even qualified to be called a, a, an apostle. Why? Because he persecuted the church. He persecuted the church. 
He persecuted the church, so because of that, he was not qualified. But let's see what happened in verse 10. He said, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. So in other words, it is not his effort, it was not his effort or it's not his effort that made him who he was. But the grace of God made him the individual, the apostle, made him the preacher, made him the teacher, made him the soul winner, made him the church planter, made him the righteous man qualify him in other words the grace qualify him and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain and it continued that the grace was not in vain in other words there is a possibility for this grace to be in vain there is a possibility for the grace to be in vain but paul said his own grace was not in vain the grace upon him the grace of god upon him sorry was not in vain. why but he said but i labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I. In other words, he it was not his effort. He said, but the grace of God which was with me. So great the grace of God was the ability of Christ in Paul that positioned him in Christ and enabled him to do the will of God, to do the perfect will of God, to do what Christ wanted him to do. So when he wants to go out, the grace will bring him. When he wants to go this way, the grace, will pos- the grace of God will position him. The grace of God will give him the victory over sin. The grace of God will give him the victory over sins, over the works of darkness. The grace of God will empower him to, to overcome every challenge every temptation in his life that was not him it was what the grace of god and so the grace of god is the ability of christ is the ability of christ the grace also is the strength of god in our weaknesses the grace is what the strength of god in our weaknesses so whenever you and i we are weaker we see god's grace strengthening us we see god's grace strengthening us the grace is the strength of god in our weaknesses let's see what paul says again here he say and he said unto me my grace is sufficient for thee for my strength is made perfect in, in weaknesses most gladly therefore will i rather glory in my infirmity that the power of christ may rest upon me oh my goodness look at what the man of god says and he said unto me my grace is sufficient for thee my grace is what sufficient for thee my grace is what sufficient for thee for my strength is made perfect in weaknesses my strength is made perfect in what weaknesses in other words each time he said in other words each time god was speaking to paul saying my grace is all you need for my power works perfect in your weaknesses in other words the grace of god works perfect in the weaknesses in our weaknesses in our challenges in our weaknesses in our challenges in the areas we think we cannot overcome the grace of god works perfectly in those areas so i want to ask you a question what do you think you cannot do in life what do you think you cannot achieve in life do you think you were not able to overcome that little thing you call sin in your life do you think you're not able to overcome those areas in your life but i want you to understand today as you are listening to this teaching as paul says as the, as god spoke to paul he said my grace is sufficient for thee for my strength is made perfect in your weaknesses 
In other words, my grace, the grace of God is able to strengthen you in the areas of your weaknesses, to overcome those areas of weaknesses. Is your weakness and anger? Is your weakness bitterness, unforgiving spirit? Is your weakness laziness to to witness? Is your weakness laziness to win souls? The word of God says the grace of God is made perfect in those areas of your life. If only you rely on God. If only you depend on that grace. If only you don't want to do it on your own. The grace of God is... The grace of God will be perfect in those areas. So the grace of God is a strength of God in our weaknesses. And grace is Christ in us teaching and instructing us into righteousness. So, the grace do not lead us out of righteousness, but it instructs us. He instructs us into righteousness. The grace of God is Christ in us, teaching us and instructing us into righteousness. The grace of God will never instruct you out of the will of God. No, it will not work like that. Let's see what Paul speaks to Titus um, 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 Titus chapter 2, verse 11. Let's see what happened here. Um, um uh, it said, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation had appeared to all men. You see, the grace that what brings what salvation that brings deliverance, deliverance from sin, deliverance from sin and its consequences, uh, deliverance from whatsoever you're thinking about. Those of you who believe that you are poor, as you are listening to this teaching today, I want you to understand that the grace of God. Uh, has brought has brought sal- brought brought salvation at appear um, 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 has brought salvation uh, to all of us and then what is he doing teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly loss we should live soberly righteously and godly in this present world could you imagine the grace is not teaching us to do things that are against the will of God but it is teaching us to deny ungodliness worldly loss and it's instructing us that we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. We all know what is going on in the world currently. We all know the things. We all know the challenges. God's grace is there to instruct us, telling us what to do and what not to do. Hallelujah. This is amazing. And we also need to understand, what does it mean for grace to reign? The word reign means to possess sovereign power or royal authority. So if the scripture is saying that that, that uh, grace reigns through righteousness, in other words, the grace of God, therefore grace to, for grace to reign is for grace to possess sovereign power or royal authority over every believer. That's God's ultimate purpose for the grace of God. The grace should rule. The grace should possess us. The grace should influence us. The grace of God should what? Influence us. Not the power of the devil. Not the will of another thing or of the flesh. But God's grace should possess us. God's grace should influence us. Let's see Romans, Second Corinthians 8 verse 7. It said, Therefore, as ye abound in everything in faith, therefore, as ye abound in everything in faith and utterance and knowledge and in all diligence and in your love to us, see that ye abound in this grace also. See that you are what? 
you are bound in this grace. So God's ultimate plan for you and I is for us to grow in grace, to do well in grace. To grow in what? Grace, to do well in grace. In other words, for grace to influence us, for the grace of God to take over us. That is why he said, Therefore, as ye abound in everything, in faith and utterances and knowledge and in all diligence, and in your love to us, see that ye abound in this grace also. Because Paul knew the importance of the grace of God. Because even if you have faith, even if you have knowledge, even if you have love, and the grace of God is not there to direct you, to lead you, to instruct you into righteousness, you will perish. You will perish. You will perish. Because the grace have to prevent us from falling. Hallelujah. So, that is what it means for grace to reign. And for grace to reign means for grace to have royal authority over you and I. Control us. And they speak about righteousness. Righteousness which means right standing with God. Righteousness means what? Right standing with God. And, and, and it is the righteousness of God that connect, that attract the grace of God. It is the righteousness of God that what? Attract the grace of God. Righteousness is also the nature of Christ in us that unites us with God. Righteousness is what? The nature of Christ in us that unites us with God. Righteousness unites us with God. In fact, righteousness is the very nature of Christ. Christ is the righteousness of God. Christ is the righteousness of God. And it is that righteousness that unites us with God. Without righteousness, we are never united. That is the reason why in the process of salvation, God declare us righteous. God declare us righteous. That is justification. That was the first thing he did for us. He declared us righteous. Uh, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 22 says something. That ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful laws. Could you imagine? God, God took off the old man because it was corrupt. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. So God desire you and I to put off what? The old man. Why? Because it is corrupt. And we should be renewed in the spirit of our mind. And verse 24 say, And that you put on the new man. You see? The new man. You begin to ask, what is this new man? Which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So the new man is the nature of Christ. And what is this nature of Christ? Righteousness is the nature of Christ. That is the reason why the scripture says, if any man is in Christ Jesus, he's a new creation. It's a new creation. They say, all things have passed away. Behold, everything has come new. Why? Because Christ has come into our life. So Christ inputted righteousness in us. So because of that, you, Philip, you are righteous. You, Margaret, you are righteous. You, Bindu, you are righteous. You, Mr. Man, you are righteous. Why? Because you have received Christ, who is the righteousness of God. And so, because of that, you are righteous 
because of that you are righteous and so once you are righteous the grace of god have access and now in your life to reign because the grace of god has more authority the grace of god has more power in the righteousness of god the grace of god is more active in the righteousness of god the grace of god is more active in righteousness the grace of god is more active in the righteousness of man in the righteousness so more righteousness more the grace Hallelujah. The more righteousness, the more the grace. And also righteousness is a glory of protection around you and I. It's an edge of protection. The word of God helps us to understand. He that dwell in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. What is the secret place that the scripture is talking about? The secret place that the scripture is talking about according to what the revelation I got is the righteousness of God. Once you are righteous, once you continue in the righteousness, that is the reason why the scripture helps us to understand. It says, when we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. We have fellowship with one another. Why? Because we are walking in the light. We are walking in the light. So once we continue to walk in the light, and the light of God is the glory of God, and the glory of God is the righteousness of God. The righteousness of God is the presence is is, is, is the presence of God because God's glory is His presence. So His His presence carries His righteousness. So once we carry the righteousness of God, we carry the presence of God in us, and the grace of God rule is active in the presence of God. It's active in the presence of God. Hallelujah. And there is always an edge around us when we carry the glory. We are protected. We are saved in righteousness. Hallelujah. And then, uh, now, how will grace reign through righteousness? Number one, the grace of God reigns through righteousness through the crucifixion of the flesh. Through what? The crucifixion of the flesh. Romans chapter 6, verse 6. Romans 6, verse 6. Uh, 6, 6. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed. So once the old man is crucified, the body of sin will be what? Destroyed. And that, that henceforth we should not serve sin. And so once the body of sin is being destroyed, you will not be able to serve sin any longer and what will happen you become a slave to righteousness and once you become a slave to righteousness the glory the grace of god will have complete influence over your life the grace of god will have complete influence over your life like i said it earlier the royal authority will take over your life the grace will tell you now what to do and you will obey the grace will say do this and you will obey why because the flesh has been crucified the flesh has been crucified and so henceforth you have no will on your own your desire for sin is dead it, the desire for sin will no longer be active but god grace will always help you to overcome those areas in your life so you will no longer fight not to sin but the grace now will help you you will fight to obey god you will fight to live according to his will because that grace will lead you that grace will teach you that grace will help you it is never a license to sin, but it is a license to help you to overcome. It is, a, it is the power that helps you to fight the sin, subdue sin, 
in your life. Understand this, brother. Okay. Um, and let's read what Paul says in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. I love this man so much. Uh, verse 20. Look at what he says here. Um, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So, this man has been crucified, has been nailed on the cross. And so, because of that, he don't have his own will. What Jesus says is what he will do. Where Jesus call him, in the, in the, where Jesus lead him, that's the place he will go. Where Jesus drop him, that's the place he will drop him. There is no turning back because he has been nailed on the cross. He has been nailed on the cross. And so God wants you and I to be crucified with him and kill our own desires and yield to his own desires because he knows the best for you and I. And all the way also that grace uh, will reign through righteousness is through the obedience of Christ. Through what? Obedience of Christ. Galatians chapter 5 did well. and He explained something. Paul explained something here. Verse 19. Verse 19. Now the works of the flesh, Galatians chapter 5 verse 19, manifests which are these, etc. Adultery, fornication, cleanness, lavishness. No, this is not what I want to read. This is Galatians, so Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5, verse 19, sorry. Verse 19, say, For as by one man's obedience many we are made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. So Christ's obedience, among the obedience of Satan make many to become sinners. And now, because of the obedience of Christ, many of us have been made righteous. Moreover, many of us have been made righteous. Why? Because of the obedience of Christ. Because of what? The obedience of Christ. The obedience of Christ made us righteous. So the more we obey Christ, the more the grace of God will overtake us. The more God's grace will rule over our life. And also, another way that we are... We, we we let's read verse 20 verse 20 says more the law enter that the offense might abound but where sin abound grace did much more so wherever sin has been reigning in our life the grace of god is taking over those areas grace of god is taking over i don't know the areas you have been rebelling against god because i believe sin means rebel to rebel against god that is short definition to rebel against god in other words god has God told you to do this, and then you say, no, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to do it this way because I know when I do it this way, I will enjoy. I know when I do it this way, I will feel good. Oh, my brothers and sisters, that's rebellion. And that is what it means by sin. So the word of God is telling you and I that God's grace has the power to overtake, to rule over those areas in your life. Once you yield yourself to him, once you obey Christ, once you believe, read the word, and obey the word of God. The grace will help you to overcome those areas in your life. Also, the grace of God reigns through the righteousness of Christ. That is verse 18. Verse 18 helps us to understand. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation. So in, in, imagine, by, by, by the offense of one man, judgment came to all men to condemnation. Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. So, 
the, the righteousness of Christ give the access to the free gift in our life. And what is the free gift? The grace is the free gift. And Jesus Christ is the free gift. And so he came and he have access into everyone of us life. So once you have Christ in you and you believe in him, you depend on him, he will help you to overcome all those areas in your life that you think you will not overcome. Many of you have been condemned. Many of you have been accused. Not many of you have been neglected by the so-called legalistic uh, 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 people. But I want you to understand, no man have the power, no man have the ability to overcome those areas. That was the reason why Jesus Christ ate with sinners. That was the reason why Jesus Christ brought himself down because he wants to set an example and, and, and for you and I to understand that it is never our responsibility to convict people, but it is the work of the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit that will help us to overcome those areas. Grace of God is there. Once you yield to Christ, once you obey Jesus Christ once you live for Christ, once you live for Christ, the grace of Christ, the grace of God in you will help you to overcome those areas in your life. But mind to you, the grace is never a license to sin. Another way also the grace of God will reign through radical faith in Christ. Radical faith in who? In Christ. Radical faith in who? In Christ. So, the grace, we need faith. The first two say, Romans 5, 2 say, By whom also we have access, by faith into his grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of glory. We have access by faith into his grace. So, faith in Jesus Christ gives us access into the grace of God. I'm talking about a saving faith. Because what? What I want you to understand here is it. Faith is the power that unites us with Christ. And until we are united with Christ, we cannot have access to the grace of God. We cannot have access. So faith in Jesus Christ, radical faith in Jesus Christ, gave us the access. Gave us what? The access to the grace of God. Romans chapter 4 verse 19 also we say something about this. It says, And be not weak in faith. He considered not his own body nor dead. When he was about an hundred years old, neither Yet the deadness of Sion. This is talking about Abraham. He stuck not at the promises of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. And therefore, it was imputed to him for righteousness. His faith in Jesus Christ, his faith, sorry, in God the Father. He, he believed so much to the extent that. That he never stuck at the promises of God, but he was persuaded. He never considered his dead, the dead womb of Sarah. He never considered the dead body of the, his own dead body, but he believed that the person that made the promise is able to do it. So today, you and I, this is the kind of faith we need in Jesus Christ. That no matter what the conditions that we find ourselves in, no matter the situation, Jesus Christ is able. What he has said, he told us he's going to prepare a place for us. In his father's house, there are many mansions. If it will have not been so, he will have not told us. And he also told us that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And he told us that we have not chosen him, but he has chosen us and ordained us that we should go 
forth and bear much fruit. This is what Jesus Christ has told us. Uh, this is what Jesus Christ told us. Uh, and he also told us that uh, in this world we will have tribulation, but in him we have everlasting, and we have everlasting, we have rest. Uh, so why won't you come? Rely on this glorious uh, Jesus Christ of Nazareth uh, who has adopted you into his glorious family and you are partaker of the heavenly inheritance. Now is the time for you to relax. Believe in him. Trust in him for every situation you find yourself in because he is the way, the truth, and the life. And he has the ability to do everything for you. God's grace is abundant grace. It's abundant grace. Help us in time of needs. Give us the access to the throne of grace. To ask and receive from God. And also, the grace of God reigns through righteousness, through the world. Another word, being rooted in Christ. Whenever we are rooted in Christ, the more grace we receive from Christ. Glory to God. Um, I am really being blessed by this teaching. Ephesians 3, verse 17. Um, Ephesians 3, verse 17. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love. Look at that. That Christ may dwell in your heart by what? Faith and being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge that he might be filled with all fullness of God. So God desire you and I to be filled with all fullness of God until we are rooted in Christ. We cannot know the breadth the length, the height, the depth of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So you and I, and when we are talking about the breadth, the length, and the depth, and the height, he's talking about his grace. He's talking about his grace. He's talking about his very nature. His very nature. So until we are rooted, we cannot encounter, we cannot see some of those things manifesting in our life. So God desire you and I to be rooted because the more rooted we are, the more grace we receive, the more blessings we receive, the more we kainonia, the more we fellowship with him, and the more we share in his love, the more we share in his joy, in his blessing, in his glory. And so this message is there to tell you that it should not neglect the righteousness of God because it attracts the grace of God. Lastly, grace reigns through what? Walking in Christ. Walking in Christ. Colossians chapter 2. The more we walk in Christ, the more we encounter, experience the grace, the grace, the grace, the grace. The more we say, as ye have therefore received Christ Jesus, Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and be built up in him, established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving, established in the faith, as you have been taught. So the more we establish in the faith, the more we encounter his grace. Hallelujah. People of God, Jesus loves you. He cares for you. And I want you to understand that righteousness is a protection of God. Is the glory of God. Is the presence of God. And so the more we have righteousness, the more grace we receive in the sight of God. 
So we encourage you today, those of you who have listened to this message and have not received Christ as your Lord and Savior, I just want you to pray with me. Lord Jesus, I believe in your word and I receive you in my life as my Lord and Savior. Come into my heart. Come into my life. Come and reign. Thank you for accepting me. We bless you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God, I thank you for your people that listen to this teaching. Bless them bountifully and let your light shine upon them. Help them to enjoy more of your grace, live in righteousness. In Jesus' name, amen.